Faerunaversity has undergone so many changes in my century as headmaster. I created an artificing workshop for our more technical students. We lacked a place of worship for our more pious students, so I had one built. And I fought to get a sneeze guard over the salad bar. That was a dark time. This school is my greatest investment of time, and I look forward to the day the students can look back on my work and ask themselves the same thing I asked when I took on this job. What do adventurers these days need, and how can I get it to them? Headmaster Emery Winterhold of the Adventuring College of Faerun. Best from afar, and far from the best. But it's better than good. Is good, better, quest. Welcome back to Good Better Quest. I am, of course, your Fungin Master, David Hallman, and with me, as always, are my friends, and we're going to play a game of Dungeons and Dragons for your entertainment! Yes! It was, that yes! intro That intro was the closest I'm ever going to get to being able to sing Modern Major General from Pirates of Penzance. Doesn't Brent know that whole song, Nolan? Top to bottom. It's God. it's weird. I don't, like, he also knows um, Trouble from The Music Man. I don't know that one. It's it's the one where they're you know the guy comes in and he's talking about trouble. It starts with T and it rhymes with P and it sounds like pool. You got a pool hall. Down, and, you know it goes on and on. It's just him talking. Oh Brent can do the whole thing. Why? I don't know. He wears death metal shirts every single day. Knows a bunch <laughs> of musicals. Everybody's exactly one. <laughs> yeah. One thing's for certain. One thing is for certain. He knows all things vegetable, animal, and mineral. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bring it back around. Bring it back around. Yeah. Full circle. Oh, shit, man. Okay, so previously on Dragon Ball Z, Team Nascar fought an elder brain. It looked bleak. Shit was getting real bad. And at the very last minute, Tilstray and his strike team party came and finished the brain off. And he paid them and sent them on their way. I really... Do you feel like there's anything important in there that I've forgotten? Because I'll be honest, I've... I've to me, that's what happened. To you, I, I may have been very reductive with Yo, what happened. Why, why that headmaster look younger? Yo, wh why we got two obsidian that's coins? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Why we got the whole semester off? Even though when I you... think we had last semester off too, perhaps. <laughs> Why the woods? Oh yeah. And yeah. when can we go? <laughs> <laughs> when you returned to the school, Headmaster uh, Winterhold looked younger. You were paid two obsidian coins. He told you to take the semester off because he knew what you went through was fucking intense. Uh, and he told you that the woods were once again open. He looks so young, I'd call him Headmaster Fallbinding. Oh. Oh. This was a mistake. <laughs> but this. Yes. No. Yes. No. Put, 
put the drum away. <laughs> he looks so young, he's Headmaster Summer Grasps. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Good Better Quest. Please delete the stream from your... Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. I can't tell you how many fucking episodes we start off with me just, like, saying, this is the last one. This yeah, is the last is. one I'll ever do. <laughs> There's... Everyone always has to say something we that win makes... You. We win you back every time. That's right. With our amazing gameplay and character work. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> That's it, Doug. Definitely not the blackmail we uh, have against David that we bring up at the end of every episode. Nope. It conveniently gets edited out. <laughs> you leave You leave my obsession with Idris Elba out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all told me a little bit what you wanted to do uh, off off record just so I could prepare a little bit more, but let's let's tell the audience what who wants to do what and who wants to go first. I think we should have a meeting as the team before we do anything, just so that everybody can kind of reconcile with each other that we all had a similar experience, because I feel, you know, metagaming, it's it we all had very different experiences but the team hasn't had time to unpack what they saw we went in there's a bunch of shit going on there's a brain thing we all kind three of us got power-ups one of us got a debuff (laughs) and (laughs) you know i think we just need a moment for all of us to come to grasps with what happened and what we've been given for sure i think the characters reactions are, are very similar and on that note, in the dorm room, Yardi has become a little bit more nervous than I think you both are used to. He's He's been doing a lot of pacing, and he has shelved his blunderbuss. He hasn't really touched it since we've gotten back. And he's he's very jumpy. No, does that mean he hasn't tried to fix the blunderbuss? He, I think he fixed it. He put the work in, and then he just he hasn't touched it since he's known okay. it's operable. Okay. Hey, uh, hey, buddy, <laughs> how's uh your your pacing is making me a little nauseous. Why can you go back and forth? It's like watching one of those TikTok clock, the kitty clack kitty. Wow, that's a lot of syllables to say. <laughs> Y'all know what I meant. Um. Uh, what's I know that was uh, quite the mission, if we can even call it that. Uh, what's going on? I had a dream. And in that dream, I was the best marksman I think I've ever been. And I awoke, and I felt so powerful. And then we found that brain thing guy, I, I, I don't know, and I faltered, and... I hesitated and I was unable to see the correct path and I'm I'm worried that I'm doing the wrong thing. Durak, he said, um you know, I had a I had a crazy dream too. And he's just staring at the floor. He's sitting like cross legged and he's he's staring at the floor. Um he goes, um I stand in front of all these Hell, I don't know. I just ran through him, and I found this red gem, and it was, like, glowing. And I reached out, and I picked it up, and all of a sudden I felt, oh, y'all, I felt strong, and I still feel strong. I don't know what that was. I sure would like to have that dream again, though. Oh, everyone, I guess I, too, had a wonderful dream in which I was not... Uh, horrified by a terrifying creature of some sort that I've never seen. That didn't happen. Um, <laughs> why, why would you say that then? Oh, you know, uh, Yeah, it's pretty weird that you would bring that up. I, I just, you know, everyone else had these amazing... I want to just fit in and... It, okay, screw it. Um, I heard the... Ristabath voice came to me in my dream and was in the form of a lich and had moth and uh, I tried to cut my finger well I did, uh, I successfully cut my finger off uh, Yardy immediately grabs Cash's hand 
<laughs> Durak immediately looks at both of his hands to make sure he has all his fingers. <laughs> uh, and when I awoke, the ring now looks like this and holds up his finger and shows the team that it's now like triple wrapped, thicker, tighter. I would think that Cash's finger is almost like more red just because it's just probably pressing, you know, whole, you know, not completely cutting off circulation, but definitely holding his finger Pressure. a little tighter. Yeah. Uh, and it has not stopped. So very happy. Everyone got buffed and I got extra cuffed. Most of you have cats. So, you, you know, when they get real nervous and they, they're doing that thing in front of your feet where they could get out of the way. But they refuse to, and they get yeah. kicked a couple of times, and then you feel bad because they're being a jerk. That's that's the mode that Yardy's in right now. He's he's standing in front of Cash, and every time Cash moves, he's directly in front of him. And Cash, I imagine, just kicks his heels a couple of times, and Yardy's just just freaking out. He's he's completely unsure of what to do. Yardy, it's Yardy. We're all it's fine. We're just sit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you already said. <laughs> now, Siggy, what your arm was really going haywire. Did you have something similar happen? I mean, did you get have a weird dream and that's what caused your arm to go crazy? What's going on? I I definitely I had a dream. Um I, I'm I'm a little fuzzier on the details from my memory, but I I did get a stone a, a glass stone that uh, when I took it snuffed out all the lights in the room and uh, they came back on all in our team colors it was it was pretty cool um, but that's that's what I dreamed and I I felt uh, not smarter but felt like I could do more felt like I had the ability to create better. Hmm. I felt like I got buffed too. Well, it's not just PG. So cool. So great for Cash. Cash Black strikes again. Amazing. Okay. So, I mean, that brain did a number, I think, on all of us. I think even those who didn't, I don't know. I mean, I was pretty much out the whole time, so <laughs> I don't know what happened. Oh, I he was beat us up. R- real bad. It was oh. very bad. Okay, so not just me. It, all it right. no good from where I was standing either. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I got the shit kicked out of me mentally and a little bit physically. Yardy takes out the two obsidian coins and he just tosses them on the ground in front of him. And why did we get paid double for failing? Does anybody else think that's quite odd? I mean, listen, Cash Black's never going to turn down some coins, if you know what I mean. But uh, it does seem strange. It felt like they were pushing us out there at the end. You know, listen, I've had to kick out my share of uh, drunkards from the tavern, and that's very much what it felt like. Like you, you can't, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Okay, all right, move it along. Exactly. I mean, they, they said we succeeded. Did we, Siggy? Did we? <laughs> did it feel like it? No. But did they say we did? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Durak looks up and, and says, hey, "I'm with Cash on this. It feels feels too easy." And he reaches into his um, into his bear boot and he pulls out the two obsidian coins and he tosses them down next to Yardy's. Um, and he goes, "These probably ain't worth the shit, anyways." Who's who's in control of the school store now, or who who is running the school store? Because I know that the dog stayed at Oweneu. Boss, who's Voss? He's, is he a professor, or does he just help in artificing and run the, the school store? He helps in artificing and, and runs the school store. So Yardy would, Yardy and Siggy, I imagine, would know him a bit better than Cash and Durak. Yeah. Yardy turns to Siggy. Let's, uh, l- let us go and talk to Voss. Um, it might be a good uh, litmus test to see 
what's going on, what our status is. I am also concerned that these coins might be uh, less worth than they were last time. Direct picks his back up off the floor and goes, well, if we're going to go to the store. And he puts them back <laughs> in his booth. <laughs> I think that's a great first stop. Uh, I will also admit that I'm curious how the other affected team members are uh, now that we all share this lovely bond and Cash holds up his ring finger again. Uh, I'm curious if it's only me who got the fun stuff or if other people and other team had similar experiences. But let's do Voss first. So you guys wanted to go to the artificing desk to see Voss. You make your way there and it's closed. There is no one at the desk. There are no things on the shelves and there is a little sign that says closed well isn't that convenient i don't know about convenience weird durak like stands up straight and he looks around at everybody and he says this place is just as fake as the overdark don't y'all don't y'all get it we come here they give us a they give us a portal to go through and let's just say they done made up a whole new school with these robot things and we put them in there and then we, we show up and they ain't finished building it yet. So ain't nobody in here. We know good and damn well should be somebody in here. Something wrong with Winterhold. He looks like he's a youngin' and I don't like that. We got paid double. We didn't get this quest right. Ain't nothing the way it's supposed to be. It's the same as when we was in the Overdark. Siggy pipes up and she says, you might be onto something. I think it's a valid hypothesis. But I feel like if Winterhold was an Actimatronic, I feel like I would have known. I have gotten I've gotten very intimate with their workings. Now Can Yardy do a perception check? The the artificing room is one he's fairly familiar with. So can he do a perception check just to make sure that this is the one he's familiar with? Give me a perception check. You should look for your scroll. Yes. Nice. Can I look for my signature? Yes. That's a 24. Okay. You find your signature. As you look at it, though, you know what your signature looks like. You know damn well what it looks like. But as you're looking at this, you can't tell if you know it's your signature because it is physically your signature or if it or if you know it's your signature because you're thinking about that this is where it is. It's like when you are trying to focus on something and your eyes glaze over a little bit. Yardi turns around and relays this to the team about his signature not really being how he remembers it, or how it should be. Something's wrong. It is exactly your signature, though, as you think about it and see it. But there's there's something off about it. You feel something weird. Something's not something's not right. We need to we need to get to a quiet place again. Let me look at it. I think all of you know Yardi's signature, right? It's, it's every it's on everything. Yeah. It's on everything. It's, it's yeah. on it's every on goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's uh, it's harder to find places where it's not. Yeah, it's on Durax's axe handle, which made him very angry for a while, but now it's kind of cute. Now it's, <laughs> now it's pretty cool. It's also worn <laughs> in a little bit because it's right where he puts his hand. It, yeah, yeah it's got a nice look. It's very rustic. Both of you, when you look at it, you get the same sensation. We need to find another student. We need to... Uh, everyone, I mean, everyone would be coming back from exams right now uh someone else uh might be able to i don't know i don't know this seems odd uh i mean who who would be helpful here who do we want to talk to uh front or one of the gyms i mean someone who we know well who wouldn't be i don't know if we could tell if they were off in some way uh maybe we go to the cafeteria i feel like a lot of people would be there maybe we can you know, pick a few people. Jurak's hungry, so he just nods his head. <laughs> You're in the cafeteria. Everyone give me perception checks real quick. 
15. 14. 24. You guys look around. It's fairly crowded. It's it's almost like the entire student body is here. You know, your your eyes instantly go to, you know, the people you know, the gyms, front. Cash full runs to, uh, to front and grabs him by his shirt collars. Uh. Front, front, buddy. Uh... How's the, how's the jaw? How's that uh, how's that going? How are you feeling? I I'm fine. Uh, everything's okay. It uh it healed pretty easily actually. Sing for me. Let's hear this beautiful voice. Let me ask you a question. You would be in Front's Bardic Studies class. Has Cash ever heard Front sing before? I'm sure. I mean, if we're in Bardic Studies, we would have had we would have had to at least had some refrain we'd sung, and also yeah. just in his in his speaking voice, I feel like we you know it's like you could kind of catch on to someone's yeah. melodic tone. Uh, he sings, and it's beautiful. Okay. Wow, front. That was. Uh, wow. Uh. That was amazing, buddy. Uh, I'm never singing in front of you again because that was too much for me to handle now. Um, hey, how's it? Uh... Hi. All right, front. Uh, has that, how's your time been uh, back? Been anything? You know, anything strange? Did you have? Did you have fun on your exam? Uh, yeah. Uh, it it was. Not a problem. Everything went fine. Uh, yeah. What you picking up with your coins? I mean, coin, right? We only get paid one coin when you return, right? Uh, I, I think I'm gonna just hang on to this one. I, I haven't spotted anything I wanted yet. Mm, nothing. I might, I might actually try and order something from that faraway place. Madagascar. Front, I'm gonna say this nicely. I think you may need to go back to the infirmary and lay down. Madagascar. Oh boy. Okay, well, Front, it's been great catching up with you. This answered nothing. All right. And I go back to Yardy and Durek. Yardy would like to recreate the scene that he did when he discovered all of the other cursed heartstrings. He would like to get up on a table and think about it was a great idea. Yeah, it was, it was the best idea that's ever been had. <laughs> so Yardy would like to get up on the table and strum all of the the cursed heart strings. You strum them, they are all there. How many do you remember being there? Would Yardy remember the exact number? Close enough, because they were they were all schoolmates. And yeah. some of them were the gyms, so they were like very good friends and Sharif and a couple other ones that he recognized. So I think I think there were seven on top of the the NASCAR strings. Okay. There are seven strings. Yardy gets back down and comes over to the team. He also feels uneasy about what he just didn't learn. Durek is at the uh, the buffet line. He has he has gotten himself a punch bowl. And he is looking for the uh, cereal dispenser. It's it's almost as though as soon as you get the punch bowl, it, it's got the Fruit Loops in it. I they they must know. They've caught on now. Durak needs to think about this. He thinks best when he's eating, so he gets himself a spoon and he walks back over to where um, Cash is talking to Front because he don't he wants to talk to Front as well. But he needed his cereal first. He's a grown boy. He needed a needed a boost, and so uh, so he got his Fruit Loops in a bowl, and he's weirded out by it. And he doesn't like it, but he's thinking about it while he's chewing on it. Okay. Is everyone? Are we all back together now? Sure. Like if if everyone like if that's yeah. Durex sees Cash leaving front, and so he he just meets he just meets Cash and Yardy in the middle, and sloppily eats his. Uh. Team Huddle, real quick. I had another dream. Perhaps I should mention. Uh, the Reese Beth had a giant hole in it, and I jumped into it. 
and there was a giant blackwood heart inside of it. And uh, there was also a part in which I saw uh, the staff uh, Lalt's leg. So, don't know if that might have anything to do with what's going on. Just thought I'd mention it now that we're all here and back. Uh, this is weird. Something's wrong, and I don't know what. Uh, front was no help. Any? Did you? Any of you get any help? Because now I'm thinking we may need to go into the woods. Durak, who has been staring at his now empty bowl, trying to will more Fruit Loops to go into it, um, <laughs> like gets here's the woods, and like he hands the bowl off to who's near? Who's near? Or is there a table near? There, there is absolutely a table near. All right, so Durak then um, just puts his bowl on the table, and he picks it back up and drinks the rest of the milk out of it, and then puts it back down. <laughs> The, the nondescript students standing at it just kind of stare at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. So, oh, I had an idea, and then I got excited about drinking the milk out of the cereal. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you got excited or Durek got excited? Both. Both. Okay, cool. <laughs> Durek's a growing boy. Doug has the munchies. And, like, fucking cereal sounds so good right now. <laughs> Cut off a finger for some fruit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's go to the woods, and he puts the stuff down. He says, um, "When?" Uh, I mean, if if we can't do anything else here uh, now, I I think we should face the Reesterbeth again. Is that crazy? Oh man, Durek has never been more proud of Cash in his. I mean, just. That Cash has had some heroic moments, but like right now, Durak is just like almost in tears. He's so proud that uh, that that Cash is choosing this violence so quickly, <laughs> and so and so. <laughs> too long. Oh, oh no. God, and so um. And so they, I think he just looks over at Yardy. He's like, "You ready?" Yardy wants to follow, but he has one set of questions he wants to ask Cleric Jim before they go, just as a, a kind of ground truth thing to make sure that they're doing the right thing. Okay. I'm guessing all the gyms are sitting at the table, their their yes. table, eating their breakfast. Yes. Yardy, as he goes up, would like to do an insight check on the gems. Give me an insight check. That is a natural 20. Oh, hell yeah. The gems are exactly as you remember them. Give me a perception check. 18. The gems are exactly as you remember them. Everyone around them, anyone you don't know personally at the school just kind of blends into the background they're almost like silhouettes of people and you don't know how you didn't notice that but it's almost like as soon as you see them it's that eye glaze again where just just looking at them is like your eyes look at them and your brain just registers Yes, that's people. It's like textures in a video game. Kind of, yeah. Yardy leans in real close to Cleric Jim. With that insight perception, he tries to make sure all of his senses that he's gotten of Jim, sight, smell, sound, every everything is in line. And seeing those things blend into the background, the people, the setting, and everything, Yardy is very mistrustful of his senses, so I think before Cleric Jim can really notice him and turn around, Yardy just comes back to the group and says, I think we need to go to the Ristabeth now. Something something is off, and I think that's where we're going to get answers. Cash, lead, lead the way. Oh, boy. Really was hoping you'd come back with something like, no, we are not going to go to the Ristabeth. We have a better idea. Damn it. <laughs> 
It's your sweetheart. You gotta lead us. And he oh, that's fucked. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Off to my betrothed. On the way, Yardy wants to go pick up his blunderbuss again. You have it now. And now you're on the path to the Ristabeth. You are one, maybe just a few more steps away from the clearing where the Ristabeth is. I would like to roll survival on that because direct sense of direction. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. Ugh, it's just a nine. It's the path. You, you know the way. <laughs> now, wait, do I remember walking the way, though? No. That means I wouldn't know my way back. So, like, if he didn't walk the path there, it seems to me that when recalling it, there would be some kind of gap, and it would weird him out because he knows where he's going all the time. For a moment, that is what Durek thinks. But the more you think about it, you remember the trip. You remember the trip walking here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As we are approaching the Reese Beth, Cash is remembering the dream where there was like a hole straight blasted through the Reese Beth. Yeah. And it's trying to it's trying to just match up this dream with what he remembers from the first time we ever encountered. I mean the only time we've ever encountered the Reese Beth. It was the big the big moment. You know, I know in the dream I said that I there, I mean, I didn't blast the hole in it. I did moth. Did I? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's just see. Let's just see what happens. Cash casts Eldritch Blast on the Reestabeth. <laughs> just pops one off. Uh, give me an attack roll. Oh boy. Uh, that is a ten. Okay. You. <laughs> so I'm guessing that did not hit. You, you fire this Eldritch Blast at the Ristabeth, and, and there is kind of a, a small scorch mark uh, where it hits it in the trunk. You see one of its long branches very quickly, just kind of almost like it's brushing its shoulder off, you know, using the branch to wipe whatever dust you created off its trunk. And it goes back to standing still. Oh, that feels about right. Honey, I'm home. Wanted to make sure you didn't forget about me. What do you desire? Oh, oh, I'm not falling down that trap again. No, no. Just coming to see what the heck you're up to. Because there's some spooky stuff happening at this school that we're at. Uh, you seem pretty... Yeah, just like you did. Just like you've always been. I have always been and always will be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said that last time. I remember. See, now. Oh, boy. Uh, do you remember coming to visit me in my dreams? That was fun. You were thinking about me? It does not respond to that, and you find that a little bit strange. You have nothing to say? That doesn't seem like you. That's not the Reese to Beth I know. Remember, I tried to cut my finger off and then you got mad and you put it back on. Look how tight this dang thing is now. That is my work. The machinations of my plans are and forever will be a mystery to you. Again? Is that how you say that word? Machinations? Uh, you know, it's one of those words that I've only read before. I mean, I'm assuming, right? right? It's, it's Right, no, I've only ever read it. I saw it on an episode of Spongebob. Um, it's Pat, but Patrick said it, so I don't know if it's actually how you say it. None of this is going in the episode. <laughs> it's like chaos, chaos, you don't know until you hear it out loud. It's tough, I get it. Hold up, it's pronounced chaos? Yeah. <laughs> I always thought oh. it was chose. I've, yeah, I've just been saying chows. Uh, see, we can learn a lot from each other. <laughs> Listen, uh, it's been a very long day, couple days. I Time is meaningless to me now, and I'm sure an ancient being like yourself, time is also fairly meaningless. Uh, time is nothing. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. See, I know you so well. Doesn't this feel phony baloney to you? What is... <laughs> oh god, it's so good though, cause like you could you just take all the stuff you don't normally put in the meat and you just put like it's just it pretty much just lips and assholes, but you put it all in the grinder up 
and then you squeeze it on that and you cut it. Now, I tell you what, it may not look like much, but you cut that some bitch into slices, throw it in a pan, god damn. From behind you, you guys hear a familiar voice say, Team NASCAR, what exactly are you doing at the Ristabeth? And you turn around and it's Madia. We were given free reign, weren't we? We were allowed to come back into the woods. I figured I'd come back and talk to the tree that did this lovely thing to my hand and, uh, you know, just catch up on old times, let them know how our exams went. She nods and she says, very well, absolutely fine. I, I trust you implicitly. Did you happen to stumble upon my sister on your latest exam adventure? How many sisters you got? Just the one. Just the one adopted. Oh, okay. Uh, Define ran into um, that. Well. That answers my question. Damn it. In, in classic fashion, thank you very much, Mr. Black. I would like to see you all in my office as soon as you can. I would like to discuss... Anything that you witnessed? Of course. No problem at all. One moment, I lean into Yardi and Durak. Uh, trust me for a moment? Yeah, Yardi feels that even asking that question is pointless, because of course he trusts Cash. Durak has seen Cash pop off twice already today, and he is ready. So he trusts Cash more than he ever has. Siggy, Siggy. <laughs> Siggy says, history has told me that this is a terrible idea, but I am out of other reasonable ideas. Listen, two out of the three ain't bad, Siggy. I will take your half-hearted yes to my question. I was, I was, I was about to say, yeah, it's, it's, it's a yes. It's, it's a reluctant yes. Uh, Cash stands up real tall again to the Reese to Beth. Uh, this feels very similar to the last time <laughs> he faced it. Uh, Reese to Beth, I require something. What do you require? True seeing. In exchange for what? Whatever you want from me, only me. You've already bothered my team and my friends enough. This is personal. Classic cash. <laughs> Keeping me on my fucking toes. Cash, give me an insight check with advantage. Ooh, okay. All right, that first one was a 13. Natural 20. <laughs> a branch comes down. It <laughs> slaps me across the face. You idiot! Yeah. <laughs> Branch comes down. It gently touches the center of your forehead. You have a circlet of vines around your head, and you guys see this around Cash's head. It it looks like a freshly cut vine that's been woven into, you know, kind of a, like a flower crown almost, but there are two almost gemstone looking pieces of rich lacquered mahogany. Cash, you know that in this moment, with the Ristabeth, you would have true seeing. What you are seeing is nothing strange. And that is strange. I mean, cool circlet matches my ring, I guess. Now I have a set. You know what? Actually, with a natural 20 and true sight, I think I will... I've got a, I've got a great idea now. You immediately notice something strange about Madia. She has hair. She looks younger. And her demeanor almost seems bubbly. We need to go see Professor Avilo. Any objections? 
nope. Yardy, Yardy is on Cash's tail. Like Cash just turns his heels and says that, and they're <laughs> they're going. You're there. You are in the artificing lab. Everyone else. You remember traveling there. Cash, you know you were just in front of the Ristabeth. You were just there. You were just in front of the Ristabeth. And now you're in the artificing lab. And you guys see Professor Nedrag. He's working on something. Cash, with your natural 20 and true sight, he looks younger. And he doesn't have the brass fitting around his leg. Is that something that only Cash sees with the, the brass fitting? I mean, that's that's like a, a, a huge part of Ivilo, is that his leg has been in that casing. Is it something that Cash notices because of True Sight, or is it obvious? Yardi, you immediately notice it as well. Durak, you do not. Can I do a religion check on his leg? Because the whole thing was that he was also cursed by Gond... And if that is no longer on his leg, I want to see if it's a religious thing, if Gond has taken it away. Okay. I mean, does that make sense? That's It's the same thing with Siggy, too, that she's got I, that curse coming up her arm. I I would say, like, you you, you got a nat 20. I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, I've been rolling insight for you guys this whole time. I mean, I'll, I'll just tell you, it's not there, and his leg looks fine. It looks like it's never had anything on it, besides a pair of shoes every once in a while. Cash leans in to Yardy. Now, uh, Yardy, you have a more of a relationship with this uh, person than I do. Uh, I need him to speak. I need to hear him talk. I need to know if this is before or after the incident we witnessed. And I know that may not make sense, but just bear with me. Yardi gives a very serious nod. He turns to Nedrag and he puts his arm on his shoulder. Nedrag, Moth sent us. And as he says this to the professor, he pulls out his pistol and holds it next to, pointing at Dr. Avilo's back. Professor Avilo, when you say that Moth has sent you, he continues to work on whatever it is he's working on. And he says, well, has she sent you on some kind of errand? What exactly did she send you? To do. She said that there was some magical components that have gone missing. Have you have you seen anything of the sort? Oh, everything is accounted for. Mr. Dribblejaw, what's wrong? Yardy turns around and comes to Cash. He leans in so that nobody else can hear him, not Durak or Siggy or anybody else. This is not Nedrag. You said in your dream, that you cut your finger off and you still had a connection to the Ristabeth, correct? Yeah, I, I, I cut it off and he said I would have to do better than that. Yardy wants to do something kind of ridiculous and he needs Cash's trust. Yardy, you just watched me barter with a gigantic tree, ancient something or other. Uh, and probably it's going to curse deep into my brain. I trust you implicitly. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. Yardy takes Cash's hand with the ring, and he headbutts Cash in that cat affectionate way where he it's just throws bunting. his bunting. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. And as. Cash, I imagine, is recoiling from all the fur in his face, which Yardy still does not understand why that's a bad thing. Does not get it. Yardy says, forgive me. And he shoots the ring with his gun. In a moment of 
just sensory overload on so many levels. The pain, Cash, the flash of the muzzle of the pistol, the loud ringing in your ears from the the firing of it. It's so alarming. Everything begins to go white, and all of you suddenly also hear this loud ringing. I mean, obviously you would. It was a gun that fired off not five feet from you. And you're back in your dorm, and your circlet is gone, Cash, and your ring is still on. And for a fleeting moment, you all remember exactly what happened. Except for Yardy, who... Yardy, you're just getting back up. It's a new day. It's only been... It was only a couple days ago that you had this strange incident with the brain. And Tilstray destroying his creation. The first thing Cash does is look down at his hand. The ring's still there. Your hand's fine. Do I have the same pain like I did when I stabbed my hand and it, it hurt and it rang through for a little while? Am I feeling no. any no after effects? Nothing. It's like that moment didn't happen. Well, did anyone else just have a very strange dream? Was it a dream? Yardy, you sh- Wait, what did you do to me? Shot your finger off. Yardy is pacing again, like he was at the the beginning, earlier. But when he hears that he shot Cash's finger off, he looks at Durak. I never- I never would do that. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I... I just woke up. There was a flash and I woke up. We... We've only been back from the quest for a day or so. What... What are you talking about? Uh... I... Uh, it seemed like there was... There was... We were... Oh, hell, I just woke up too. Siggy looks at the three of you... And she says, I don't know what's going on, but I mean, one of the professors has to know something, right? One of the professors has to know. Cash, when Siggy says this, what you hear is different from what Yardi and Durak hears. You hear... Siggy saying exactly the same words. But in a strangely familiar voice that does not match her own. Hey, Siggy. I think you've got something in your throat. Do you mind... uh, Maybe drink a glass of water and, and, and say what you just said again for me? Give me an insight check with advantage. It's a 21. 21. So like on airplane, she picks up the glass and just splashes it on her face. (laughs) (laughs) Cash, you look around. Siggy is still speaking to you. She says, Everything's fine. I, I I don't understand what what the problem is, what's wrong? You look around the room, you see your trophies, but you can't read any of the writing that's on them. You look in the... You guys would have a mirror, right? Somewhere in the room. There's no reflection. You have not eaten since you've returned and you do not feel hungry and there is a knock at your door I 
Is the blunderbuss back on the shelf where you already put it when we first came back? Yes. Cash grabs it off the shelf and points it at the door. You already forgive me. Of course. Durak just kind of like sits up and he wraps his long arms around his knees and he just waits for this to unfold. <laughs> Yardy picks up on, on Cash, his urgency at pointing the gun at the door and he goes over like, uh, you, you know, um, Counter-Strike. He grabs yeah. the handle and he opens yeah. the door so that Cash has a good firing line. On the other side of this door... Younger than you remember seeing her. Silver hair. No mask. His moth. Painted almost exactly the same as she looks in her portrait in the Hall of Infamy. And she says, Something is wrong. I don't know what it is, and I don't think I have a lot of time but we have to figure out and everything goes white again and you're right back at the start of the day and the door is closed the blunderbuss is on the shelf Yardy, you're still none the wiser everything is exactly as it was Durak and Cash. You kind of vaguely remember what just happened. I I think hard about Moth. With the last moments, while I'm cognizant, while I remember what just happened, I think hard about that heartstring with Moth. And whatever psychic link we might share, whatever bond we may have, I am reaching out to her saying, help. Help. Something is wrong. That string appears. That pink string. And you know that the message has been sent. And a message comes back that says, I'm trying on my end. You try on yours. But after... That message, there is another, and it says, But don't worry, everything's fine, because that didn't happen. And that memory starts to fade. Cash grabs, uh, I'm sure we have an inkwell or something in the room. Cash, Absolutely. Cash grabs an inkwell and just writes on his, writes on his arm, Find Moth. Remember. You write on your arm, and as you write it, you know the words that you are writing. You look away, you look back, you cannot read what is on your arm. Siggy looks around at you guys, and she's holding up a book of her notes, and she says, I can't read my writing, you guys. I Like, I know I have, I have some serious chicken scratch, okay? But I... I can't read this. It's weird. Yardy wants to look at the names on the end of his blunderbuss to see if they're all still there. You know what those symbols look like, but it's just like the one on the table. You know that the, the order that they're in, you know where they are on the blunderbuss, and it's like your brain is filling in the gaps, but there are no physical markings on the blunderbuss. So his cash completely, I mean, cash is like trying so hard to hang on to just moth, just the, just remembering, just anything to do with remembering to find moth. Give me an, another insight check with advantage. 18. Six. So 18 it is. You are hanging on to that memory. Okay. It's there. It's hard for a moment it's like something is trying to shove it out your brain through your ear. And you have fought hard enough and it's still there. Guys, we need to find Moth in this, whatever reality, whatever this is. This isn't right. We have to get out. 
I think Moth can help. We don't have time. It might reset again. That sounds crazy. It, this is crazy. Do we, like, if I think about my just memories with the group, do we, I mean, am I, can I remember, like, our past missions, things we've done together, is that... Yeah, you can remember those. What about the back of the door? Isn't our name scrawled on the back of the door? And there's a bunch of knife and axe marks in it. I was thinking about that, too. I just was holding on. The knife and axe marks are definitely still in the door. Your names, you cannot read them, but you know they're there. But it's like your brain is filling in the blanks. Uh, okay, I can't sit it. We can't sit in here anymore. We, <laughs> we, I, I, I know. Hall of Infamy, now. You're there. Durek's still sitting on the ground, and he looks around. Yep, yep. No, <laughs> no, you are. Durek is still sitting on the ground. You're in the Hall of Infamy. Yeah, he looks around like... And he looks at Cash, and he looks at Yardy, and he stands up and acts like he's been standing the whole time. Yeah, no, direct. that was weird, and absolutely 100% that was weird. I don't normally uh, sit in here, do I? Nope. <laughs> this is not a sitting location, Durak. You are correct. Where is Moth's photo? I would know exact. Cash would know exactly yeah, where in the Cash hall. Yeah, Cash would know exactly where it is. Yeah, it's it's right at the front of the Hall of Infamy. She is most wanted number one in the Hall of Infamy. But you are looking there, and it's so strange. You know it should be there, and you can't tell if it's there because you know it should be there, or because it's actually there. You can't tell. Your your brain is fuzzy looking at it. Durak pokes it with his finger. It's a painting. And he looks at the group and he goes, it's a painting. Are there any empty paintings? Give me a perception check. 23. All of them are empty. Because you don't really know any of the other people in the Hall of Infamy. It's just like the other students that you don't know, the silhouettes. Okay. 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 Something is holding us here. We all have a connection to the Rista Beth through cash, correct? Yes. Yardy wants a wish. Yardy wants to contact the Rista Beth through cash. Not talking to the one here. He wants to hold on to cash's ring and contact the Rista Beth. Is, is that how Yardy thinks this works? Yardy's thinking if they're truly being held somewhere he needs he needs to contact someone who will assist them so he's thinking i i need to talk to somebody stronger than me okay you attempt to contact the ristabeth through cash it does not work do you want to visit the ristabeth well i mean yardy doesn't remember the first day but just inferring from What's, what Cash has done since he's woken up this time and what has been going on, he doesn't... He knows enough that it's probably not going to help, but he doesn't know why. He was hoping that that connection would be strong enough, and if he can't reach him through Cash, he doesn't think going to see it is going to help. Yardy thinks about the Moon Room really hard and tells everybody that he wants to visit it. You're there. So there's still the, the ring, the little puddle pond in the middle. Yeah, the little and pond in the middle. It's got the cushions and the light, and you know it's set up to, to talk to Salune. And he knows as the champion that he's got a stronger connection, but he, he's trying not to abuse that and just like, hey, babe, what's up? So yeah. he, he takes the full moon boom, and he submerges it completely in the water. Okay. And he he just he looks into the water and he begins to pray and he's hoping to see some sort of connection just you know he's focusing on his shoulder the place that Salune always comforts him when he needs her most. And he's looking trying to find his reflection in the water with his holy symbol submerged beneath it. You feel the hand on your shoulder like you always do when she is near 
her silhouette is not hers in the reflection. And the more you think about it, her hand is wet and there's no fingers. There's, there's a strange weight to it. And for just a moment, you hear her voice, but it's like two voices at once. And the quiet one just tells you, Everything is fine, my child. Return to class. You are in the Arcanum class now, all of you. I look at Derek and Yardy. I am gonna, I have another bad idea. Famous Cash Black bad idea. Uh, and Cash thinks real hard about being in his mom's tavern. You are there. And I'm just, I'm trying to find uh, Helios and Irma and mom. Helios and Irma are upstairs. Your mother is behind the bar. Mom, what's my middle name? What did we decide it was? It was J? It was, was J, but it, and it's J-A-Y, yeah. but it's just J. <laughs> your, your mother responds. She, just like before, yeah. just will point out, she would know everything you know. <laughs> right, and that's what, yeah, see, Mom, that's, it's not right. <laughs> well, this is fucked. I don't know who's doing this, but recreating Mom's tavern isn't cool. <laughs> Uh, you're crossing a big line with me. Uh, and I run upstairs to Helios and Irma. Things are starting to get a little weird now. Now they're getting weird. (laughs) Um, you get up to this room and for a split second, you see just a white room, a nondescript white room. And as you really enter it, it's like a video game where everything loads in all at once. Like you saw just the one frame of everything not being the way it's supposed to, and then everything loaded. Give me an insight check with advantage. 14? 7. 14. That's all you saw. And Helios and Irma are in there. Yep. Okay. As I suspected, again, really, really not cool, whoever, whatever is doing this. I'm going to overload you now. Get ready. I think about being on Oenu with the dogs. I think about the hippo and being on the ship and then polymorphing into the hippo. I think about being with Durak in the cafeteria eating Fruit Loops and burritos and making trophy out of foil with Yardy. I think about being in class. I think about being outside of class. I think about being at Ruby's. I think about doing drugs for the first time. <laughs> All of that happens at once. Do we? Do the teammates see all of this? Are we going with Cash or are we stuck in the, the tavern? You are all with Cash. It's like... It's like you're standing in a room... And the scenery is changing around you. Every time he names something, that happens. It happens. The people arrive in it. Uh, They load in it. There's the white room again. Suddenly, you're at the next place that Cash has said, white room. You're at the next place that Cash has said, white room. Things load in. Give me another insight check with advantage, Cash. As... As Cash is saying those, on like the third one, Yardy starts chiming in of places that he remembers too. I want to go back to the well. I want to go back to the first time I came to the school. I want to go back to the first time I got drunk with Durak. Uh, And he just starts listing off these places as well. You also give me an insight check with advantage. Cash, what did you get? 18 was my highest. Okay. Uh, 14 was mine. Okay. You don't see this, Yardy, but Cash, in all of the places that this happens, anytime there's a person for a split second, you see one of the Elder Brain's tentacles. And now that Yardy has started speaking up and saying places, they're starting to blend together. The well is in a way you. The hippo is the one helping you out of the well. The hippo's ship is the tavern where you are getting drunk with Durak. And the hippo was there doing a handstand in the glass. The hippo is small and in the glass. Helios and Irma are your mother. 
cash. The hippo turns around at one point and Salune's face is on it. <laughs> You're drinking from a cup that is also your own face. Everyone give me wisdom saving throws with advantage. 18. 19. Uh, 23. Jesus. You all awaken in glass tubes floating in strange gooey ichor that the elder brain was floating in. In the back of your head, you feel a tentacle detach and you come bursting forth out of this tube having full rest benefits but one level of exhaustion and you all look around and you are in a strange room you did not see before but you all hear a voice in your mind that took a bit of a toll on me I wasn't expecting that you're much more clever than the others I've dealt with but my work is still done as you look at the floor where this ichor has spilled out from the tubes you see what look like small fish kind of flopping around and on closer inspection you can see that there are these strange little purple tadpoles and you feel as you look at them you feel small pain behind your eye <laughs> Better Quest is a Final Plank Media production. Today's GM was David Hallman. Players were Kate Huff, Doug Hawley, and Nolan Lacey. Music provided by TabletopAudio.com and Kevin McLeod. Introduction music, A Prelude of Space, by My Instant Lunch. As always, thank you for listening. <laughs>